religious council says, okay, your excellency, we're, we're ready to hear those. And he goes, first, she must be a blind, so she cannot see who she is with. Go, of course, of course. Second, she must be a deaf, so she cannot hear who is talking to her, and she can't put to the face of the name. Go, of course, of course, your holiness. Third, she can't talk. She can't talk to anyone. She must be a mute. She cannot talk about her experiences here. They go, of course, your holiness. Anything else? And he goes, and the fourth, she must have a big titty. What's up? It's Troy. It's Matt. This, this is 40th Street. All right, we're rolling. Sorry for that. Uh, as we're getting at, we had two. We have two microphones this time. Before we only had one that was sitting on a Theragun box, and Troy and I were forced to sit on the ground, Indian style, uh, looking at a wall. Actually, whiteboard. You know, when you think about it, the Theragun and the Theragun box were the most expensive part of our yeah. studio. <laughs> the Theragun. It's like $500. Should we just pump <laughs> the Theragun into the mic? <laughs> That'd be actually a good Theragun ad. That would be. Uh, I think all a Theragun is, by the way, is a voice coil. And that's essentially all a microphone is, but it's just the receiving end of a voice coil. Wait, what? How is that? Theragun's a massage gun. Yeah, but it has a linear motor. Oh, okay. So all that is is like a copper coil around like a cylinder of aluminum. Okay. And uh, there's a magnet, and basically you just like charge it to like whatever voltage. And then based on how high that voltage is, <coughs> it pushes the magnet out a certain amount. Like electromagnet. You know when you did the yeah. key? Yeah, the yeah, key yeah. <laughs> Coil and the, with the magnet going through, yeah. Yeah, and so the battery basically just does that at a certain frequency, and it just like pumps the magnet at your like muscle. Um, but microphone is the reverse of that. When you talk into it, um, it like a, it charges a, a battery, which then will shake the the, um, the magnet, and then that sends the signal, which would be your audio recording, to like whatever data storage. Uh, I don't know if we have the HP on. Oh, the computer's not on? Oh, there we go. So you can't fact check whether uh, that was all bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) What's your pin? Uh, uh, actually did beep it out, huh? Alright, and my pin pin count is... Compromise. Do I turn on the VPN? We. Ah, uh, no, it's fine. No, okay. I think today was the hottest day of the year. It not only was it. You think today was, or was it two days ago? It says it's eighty-one, and it's gonna actually rain tomorrow, but it's gonna be ninety-three. I don't even know what that means. It's tropical. <laughs> the the rain evaporates before it yeah. hits the ground. It basically just turns like everything into a steam room. 
When I was in the fifth grade, uh, we had. Uh, did you guys ever do like student of the week? Yeah, we did. Yep. <laughs> and you have to like prepare a poster. I didn't have to do a poster, I don't think, but I I know of, like the idea of what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, like showcase like one kid, but like you know you're a kid, and there's nothing exceptional about you. So you just basically like answer like questions like what's your favorite animal what's your favorite color uh you know what's your favorite or what's your pet's name like those types of things yeah just, like decorative and most kids like just their parents basically do it for them it's like a dick swing contest between like whose parent loves their kid the most <laughs> type idea <laughs> like the, the like art, it's like the artsy science experiment. science fair 2.0 <laughs> yeah exactly uh, i remember one of the questions was like what's your favorite type of weather and I said hot rain, and Kevin just busted out laughing in the back. He's like, "What? Are you doing? Like, yeah. What the fuck? What the hell is this shit? idiot talking about? It's hot rain." And then he's like, "And then my teacher's like, have you ever like been in a hot rain?" And I'm like, "No, but I think it'd be kind of cool, like a shower, you know, just over." There's like, there's this. Uh, like a teacher subreddit and it's like what is the dumbest shit that a, a student has asked and one uh, one today was a lady was like I asked uh, one of my students like what their favorite season was and he said garlic salt <laughs> I was like that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah that's like uh, if they put that on a test the yeah. teacher would be like oh you're I like, do extra points yeah, you're, you're getting there <laughs> <laughs> no but okay you mentioned like fifth grade like projects did you have any like questionable elementary school things because we were like early 2000s kids that wouldn't fly now we like our school did this thing called hula for moolah where all the parents would like bid on like experiences (laughs) and in fifth grade one of them was you got to go hang out with i his name was mr olander and you got to go hang out, have a pool party at his house with like, yeah, with like five other dudes. A pool party. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, and it was the host of Hula for Moolah. It was no, no, like that yeah, was like, one of the winning prizes you could win. I mean, there were all sorts of things. It was just to, to like raise money for the school. So there were like wine tours for the parents, like Kobe signed jerseys. It was essentially like you donate. The, the winning prize was to go to Mr. Olander. <laughs> That was one of Mr. Olander donated a pool party at his place. Totally innocuous. The guy was married. No one got diddled. But like it, nowadays, that would not fly at all. So I was part of it. One of my friend's parents got it, and we had a pool party at his place. Imagine if he'd like said, no, they're each coming separately. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, he's like, no, the kids are coming over alone. No parents. You know, that'd be, that wouldn't fly in, in these days. I... I don't think we had anything with teachers. Well, one of my uh, my third grade teacher was like the cool dude teacher. Yeah. Like at the time, I probably would have said he was like in his forties or fifties. But like looking back, he he's like, been like late twenty five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Early thirties, and I just think I don't know. Uh, in hindsight, like he seemed like the guy who just was basically there to bang all the other female teachers. Uh huh. <laughs> Which. One of them was, I remember actually kind of was kind of hot and uh, that teacher offered to take us on like a pizza trip if we got like the best spelling bee score. Okay. And that actually happened to me where I got to go to that, a pizza trip with that teacher alone. Yeah. And I did not tell my parents. Yeah, there you go. That was the highlight of my elementary school. We had, we were in sixth grade, Miss, Miss Griffin switched schools. So we got a teacher, Miss Cameron. 
she was an absolute rig. She was probably 25. She was a babe. <laughs> All of the young boys in her class were just stoked. She's the one who convinced me and three of my friends to dress up in like drag and dance to Man, I Feel Like a Woman at the sixth grade talent show. <laughs> if she hadn't said it, none of us would have done it. But because of her, we're all like, oh, oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. It's yeah, great. we're like, oh, it's cool. Miss Cameron's into it. She was mid-20s. Like, if I was a dad, I would be like, when's the parent-teacher conference? <laughs> You'd like, wear a collared shirt, bring a bottle of wine, and make it a whole thing. Dude, Kevin uh, actually, in the fifth grade, we had, every year there was, um, I think it was a 50s, like a 50s themed kind of show and the, the fifth graders would like have to do like an air guitar dance okay. and that's what he did with like five other kids. They just like basically did a drag show. It's something like if that were, like got caught on film today. Oh yeah, you couldn't cost, run for like, president for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like. <laughs> Back then it was just kids dicking around. Like, yeah, uh. yeah. like the dads like are kind of just like not attending. And yeah. Moms, even if they're conservative, they just like, find it hilarious. Yeah, they find it hilarious. There, there's video. One of the moms filmed it. It's out there. Someone's got it. But I think the dads, that was back in the day when like moms didn't really work. So all the yeah, dads yeah. were like, they were at work and the mom could come to the talent show. I think type <laughs> idea. Uh, did I ever tell you about, this? these are actually other plays I would, like was in with Kevin. Uh, well, was Kevin a big theater guy? No, we had to. We were in like the combo class in fourth, in fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. Um, and dude, he was such a fucking dickhead about this. Actually, now I'm like thinking of like multiple more things to like <laughs> ask him about. But uh, we had to do one play. It was on the greatest like heroes of the 20th century. So okay, like Louis Armstrong. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, the jazz guy. Oh. <laughs> All I remember is like this like You're not talking about American hero Lance Armstrong? No, no, the jazz dude. No, I know who Louis Armstrong is. <laughs> or Neil Armstrong perhaps? No, no, no. This was Wait. Uh, wait, look this up. Louis Armstrong. Jazz. No, he is a jazz. You're not wrong. Oh, you're, okay, he is right. Louis Armstrong, but it was just funny. I was just mentioning two other yeah, well, Louis this was, Armstrongs. I'm pretty, pretty sure that's a black guy, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, oh yeah. And it was played by my friend who's like this like white kid with curly hair and he had to do like a solo song i'm sure that went well uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Um, but i was the comedic relief for the play and i played ernest hemingway okay and the whole the whole bit was like different at different types in the play kevin was the host i would basically interrupt the host with like a pun uh like at one point, for example, I walked around with a cane and I had a big C crossing the straight stage. So it was like old man in the C, right? Ha ha ha. And then Kevin be like, oh, Ernest, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the funny thing is Hemingway, I, I, had, I just went ahead and Googled Hemingway. The guy was a bona fide racist, according to Google. <laughs> so like, he was a good antagonist for your play. Yeah. I think that's when my dad liked my, uh, he, my cast. <laughs> he said, he's like, I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> Which, which is funny because nowadays Kevin would be he's the like it, he would have switched roles there's no way he'd be the serious character right he would have yeah, to yeah, be exactly, the comedic relief yeah. now yeah but at one point uh, it was like the very last part so good thing this didn't happen away we were doing because uh, Ernest Hemingway has that book a novel literature whatever the fuck book yeah uh, A Bountiful Feast 
Honestly, I haven't read this. The only reason I know this is because I remember this play. I've heard of that, but I've, yeah, I haven't uh, read it. And I was like told to push like one of those plastic shopping carts across the stage, and like with like feet and like kind of like act like I'm drunk. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was yeah. like the yeah, <laughs> like the, the like drum, a homeless guy. The drums are like yeah, just kind of like swerving around. The parents will love it. Yeah, <laughs> and then you like look it up ten years later, like Ernest Hemingway, like was a fucking alcoholic, just a like, raging loose. alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> blew his brains out in the cafe <laughs> and I did a good job because like midway through I totally just like trip on stage eat shit yeah. and do a front flip into the shopping <laughs> cart and all the fucking kids like burst out laughing. yeah oh that is funny <laughs> yeah and then uh, we had to do the thing where cause you know you always have to like greet everyone cause you're younger yeah I was like the most embarrassed I had been at that point in my life. And I have to like shake hands with everyone who watched the play. And this is the first time I realized like, oh, uh, even when you're embarrassed, it might be a good thing. Because everyone walked by me. I was like, dude, by the way, that was the shittiest play ever. But that was funny as fuck. <laughs> and I was like, huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, you should ask Kevin about those roles. I still remember some of the songs. Yeah, we'll bring we'll bring that up. He's our guest today. It's no big secret, but oh yeah, uh, first pod. Well, hopefully, actually, this technically works out, or else we're gonna yeah, we're gonna look like total gooses. But uh, <laughs> we haven't tried to have a guest. Don't I think I think th- it could be like our thing. We just interview normal people. You know, and like we we gotta have like a. Yeah, no one needs to know. Yeah, no one needs to know. We doesn't need to be a celebrity. Like you know, like random friends, family, not family. Fuck that. But. Yeah, dude. Actually, he he might share it with his mom, and he would then share it with my mom. I will have to make that clear. <laughs> the only way my mom's allowed to hear is like I a random person that brings it up. Here's the problem: my mom would listen. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, she'd be yeah. like, "Oh, I'm actually gonna listen to this through," yeah, and I'd be like, "I don't think." Take notes. Yeah, I don't. I, honestly, it's well, except for like anything about like masturbation, it's just like God, the church thing. I think she'd giggle at the church, at the idea of going to church to bang women. She'd like, because she'd be like, "Oh, he's going to church," but like, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think my mom would have follow question follow questions about everything because I just don't like. Yeah, she'd be like, "What? That happened?" Like, <laughs> well, no, it's like, because when you're hanging out with your parents, you kind of just like, uh, even if you want to tell them something, you almost don't want to give them the satisfaction of yeah. them having that ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Oh yeah, so Yard and I went to trivia last night. Yeah, let's tell some stories. Story time with Troy and Matt. Story time. Uh, which, we hadn't done trivia together. No, that was our first ever trivia together. Yeah, at Mutt Lynch. Mutt Lynch's. Uh, which didn't have much of a crowd. It's this awesome bar in Newport. It's a day drinking bar. It goes goes off for trivia. Probably like 20 teams. It's, yeah. It's fun. A lot of babes. Babes. Uh, what was it? Uh, you texted me about... Uh, polka dot pants and then I was like she's way too tall and then I went to pee and she was standing up and I was like she's not too tall I'm an idiot but yeah when she stood up I kind of was like oh she is kind of too 
She well, she she was shorter than I am, so I guess that that shorter than me too. But yeah. also would have been kind of looking at, you know, you don't your eyes would be on the same level. You might have miscalculated. We've yeah, been yeah. drinking, you know. <laughs> Actually, have you ever banged like a chick your height? I've no. One one time. Are you are you six feet tall, flat, or like? I'm five eleven and change. Okay. It may as well be six. Yeah, feet. I yeah. Actually, is that kosher to say? There's the whole six foot thing, right? <laughs> I think that's we're good. We're good. Yeah, that's yeah. not the worst thing we've I put said. Six foot on my dating. You have to. Well, yeah. If you if you wanted to, you know, detail. Actually, they advertised better. I put I I used to have to put six one because I'm six feet, but no one will believe six yeah. feet. And so, because if every dude puts six feet, but they're like, oh, six one, they're not gonna get away with it. Yeah. I'm six feet and like one quarter inch last time I was at the doctor. So I, I'm, I'm up, but if I tell someone I'm six feet, also I'm like not very large. Like I'm slender. So Henry, he was dating this chick at the time and she was there. And uh, someone mentioned height. And he's like, Henry's like, yeah, no, I'm taller than Troy. And I just looked at him. I went like, huh? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you, you're fucking kidding me, right? He's like, no, I am. I'm like, back to back right now. And I'm like three inches taller than him. And he's like, oh. And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, like, knock it off. That reminds me of when, like, Dave is really working out. He's like, yeah, me and Dave are basically the same body type. And Dave looked at him because our friend Dave is, like, pretty athletic. Like, yeah. good at uh, pretty much any ball sport he picks up. Sports he picks up, yeah. Henry, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Henry, we love you, man, but we've seen you play some basketball, let me tell you. But no, what I, what I was asking, okay, well, what's the tallest chick then? 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, I think that's the same with me. I don't think of it. 5'10", I don't, I've never gotten there. They've all been, I think, because I'm into short chicks. That's probably a psychological thing. I'm probably intimidated by taller chicks. I never yeah. thought about that. But no. they're they're the same not like yeah, they're the same, same woman. <laughs> yeah, they're the same organs. I'm like, I shouldn't well, be biased. Taller chicks, the pool for for them is short. Or smaller. Yeah, smaller. Unless they go for like short kings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like Napoleon. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, there was one French girl that uh, she was like five nine, and she was she was pretty cool. And then, yeah, like it was just like in, in bed, like. You do all the same moves, but then like a limb would be in a place you wouldn't expect. Because <laughs> well, like if you're, you're like, why does the foot reach there? If you're doing like if if because if you're if you're six feet and the girl's like five two five or to five four, like if you're doing like missionary, like you're essentially staring like like above her head. You know, you gotta have to do this like look down invert. You know, it's chaos in there. I wouldn't imagine, like, if you're actually face-to-face and you're, like, looking at each other. Yeah. It sounds romantic, I your, guess. Your playbook gets a lot smaller. <laughs> yeah. Or you have to just fucking, like, ad-lib on the fly. That's basically what I did. Uh, or if you go down, it, like, kind of takes a f- couple fractions of a second longer. <laughs> you, <laughs> you start fucking going at the belly button. Yeah. I was just about to say. <laughs> You're like blind. You do this like kiki blindfold thing, and you're like, "All right, this is the distance." And then you're like, "Wait, what the hell?" And you keep going. You're like, "What is going on?" (laughs) 
Alright, we're, we're, we're talking, we were story timing, and then we got sidetracked oh, by yeah, tall we chicks. Trivia night, trivia night. At um, Lynch, and there was that hot, tall chick, well, reasonably tight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if she ever remembers the Thursday night where, what was her name? What? Our team name. Oh, um, I must be from Florida, or something like that. I must be <laughs> from Florida, took home the gold. Uh, but yeah, if, if uh, Giraffe Magoo babe, <laughs> Giraffe Magoo ever listens to We should have led with that Yeah, uh, then she'd know you're pretty attractive And uh, the two young men who weren't the Viking Do you think women are more attracted to trivia winners? Do you think after we won, we had like this heightened sense of Oh, 100% You think they'd be like, oh, those are the guys that fucking won Like no, they're more attractive, especially if you kind of play it off like we did. Did, did we play it off? No, no, no. It's like, we uh, fucking hyped it. <laughs> well, right, because that means we don't normally do it. So it's not like yeah. we're Jeopardy. Who can oh, do? we're not Ken Jennings yeah, or. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we're not. We're just. We're. Savants. Clever. We're clever, not always win trivia. So. We got a cricket about to fucking seal Team Six onto your head. Do you see the ledge right there? Left, yeah. like one foot. Sorry, I you're, you're talking, and I just look up, and this cricket it looks like he's gonna jump, but I don't yeah, think he is. His like uh, whiskers are, they kind of look like a, a sniper was. We may be picking up some cricket with the mic because it's there's one right behind the trash can. I'm pretty sure. Would that be cool? I mean, like a cricket in the back, a cricket noise in the background, kind of behind a campfire. Well, let's see. Let's let's test the hypothesis. Yeah, this one like either right behind the trash can or maybe in the trash They're can. Everywhere. Yeah, which it's not a unique problem to us. After last night, the other girls were saying that they have a ton of crickets too. Yeah. yeah I get used to them. I don't actually I hear don't them. Think it will no, no, I'm not. I mean, it'd more just be funny if there's just fucking crickets <laughs> in the background. Might make it better. People could fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, no. What I wanted to ask you, because this is something that's kind of weird. Uh, so, like, women, if they're more attracted to a trivia winner. Yeah. Like, what, what are weird things that chicks are attracted to? Ooh. I mean, we're the wrong... This is like... You know, you asking me about childbirth, you know, we'd probably have to ask a woman this, but it could be like the male <laughs> no, no, perspective. No, like, like, what I mean by that is, you know, they're attracted to it, but it doesn't really make sense. But it's like weird, directly. yeah. Like, it's like obviously you're, you, women are attracted to like a man with broad shoulders. Like, that's yeah. clear why. Yeah. But my, the example I like to give why is a woman attracted to a chick who has good, or a, what? <laughs> uh oh. Why is a chick attracted to a man who has like good music taste? Like, why is that like or like on? their music taste. Yeah, the guy's music taste. But like, it doesn't have to be good. It just it has to be in common with them. Right. Yeah. Or uh, I think it's just a commonality thing. People like people that they're like. I thought that too, but I think they also might be like proxies for other things. I think opposites attract is, is a bullshit idea. Yeah, no, everyone. That's why like a lot of couples like look like each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it, there's that bit I think like Conan does it or some shit where they go to like L.A. and it's it's like a couple siblings or strangers and they gotta guess like they just grab two people and it's like are they and every time I'm looking I'm like 
man, they're either siblings or a couple. Like, I don't know. I'm like, man, it could be. It could be. And then they're like, oh, we're a couple. And I was like, fuck, you two look so alike. Why the fuck is this dog also? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, they somehow end up with the dog with the same haircut. And you're like, dude. No, I I don't know what it is. But yeah. No, so music taste, that's interesting. Which sucks. Because you actually, here's an issue though. You try to like, if a chick's like, oh, I really love EDM. You're like... Oh man, Tiesto's sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just. Or in the back of the head, your head, you're like, I fucking hate EDM. Okay, what's a like another one? So music taste, they might like because it's like, oh, you're, what is music as an art, and you're kind of in with the now, like what's hot. Yeah. So it kind of means you're aware. But like another one, like like girl, like say you're like a good surfer or skateboarder. That was always a weird one to me. It was like, why would they say like, oh, that guy's sick at skating or surfing? That's a lot cooler yeah. than if you're a fucking like 240 pound like badass fullback. Or like you're dope at badminton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are some of those, you know, it's... I, I, I would like, I bet if you did like a survey of a dude and you took, you took 50 chicks and it was just like his bio, you know, bam, bam, bam in a picture and you put like, in the bio on the like a b testing and option b was also in the bio he surfs i bet his attractiveness rating goes up by like you know 10 yeah, percent. Yeah. like the wood bang goes up x percent right yeah we should make a fake profile that's like a surfer we should test like, this yeah this could be kind of fun we like a, the, there's one more that actually is i think even better than those two examples like <sighs> oh like, uh, yeah, all right, so we, we got, uh, okay, you're a surfer, a skateboarder, chicks will think that's hot for whatever reason compared to other things. Well, maybe not, so skateboarder is different than, I think, surfer, because, really? yeah, because skateboarding, like, young chicks. Maybe here, maybe 20-year-olds, 20-year-olds would think a skateboarder is hot. 30-year-old, 30-year-old yeah, chick, maybe. she might be like, oh, he surfs, that's hot, but he's still skating, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah. He's going to skate park still? You know, it's it's one of those things that it doesn't skateboarding does not age well. No. I used to skate all the time. I don't yeah. I don't ride a skateboard ever anymore. Yeah, a skater is kinda like you you just kinda kept smoking weed. It's just you like smoking yeah, you love weed. Yeah. For surfing you do it before like at you, al- you also done. love weed, but yeah. yeah. Well you might be the surfer that loves weed, but you also <laughs> might surf and then yeah. go to your job yeah, as like, like a lawyer. Yeah. Lab. Or something. Yeah. Well, well it's funny because we, we live 40 Street right by the beach, obviously. There will be guys, they'll park, you know, te- their Tesla and they'll pull right. out their surfboard. You know what I mean? Just You're like, totally oh, yeah. yeah. You don't, not a lot of Tesla's at the skate park is where what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it ages better. I think because, I mean, skating too, you fall, you hit harder. You can't, yeah. you don't want to be 30 and like, you're trying to, a mask yeah, you don't want to do like a, a five stairs, a 30 year old, and then like break an arm. You can't show up to the office with a broken arm. Everyone knows that. Or your wife, like, dude, we're not going to like have you on crutches again when yeah. I want to go to brunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have to explain to my friends how my husband tried to do a kickflip, <laughs> you know? Okay, no, this is a third one that is, it's a weird, there's even an Instagram account for this. It's like men with pups. 
Oh, the the dog, so the like, dude dog see phenomenon. Some totally like this guy who's just kind of a normal dude, but if he's like walking like a cute dog, that immediately just is like, oh, uh, that guy's hot, you know, three x compared to what he is, you know, naturally. But that one's actually probably more obvious because I think it's like, oh, this guy has a dog. I have an issue with that one. I think we're, there's a bias here. And I think it's why a lot of dudes get dogs and they're still not getting laid because they see an attractive dude with a dog. And that's, I mean, that guy's going to clean up regardless of the dog, right? But he happens to have it. So people see that and they see yeah. chicks, like, you know, he's able to talk to women but it's the dog isn't the 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 reason it's this this specimen of a man it's right. kind of like when when you're buying i was actually with my, my mom said it funny we were at we were riding bikes and we were in laguna beach and there was like a shop we were walking by and there was a woman in a dress she's like wow that dress is like a really good dress she's like i would want that and i was like do you want the dress or do you see a really attractive person wearing a dress and you you like put yourself as like, oh, I'll be that attractive. And I was like, yeah. that's, it's like when you buy sunglasses and you, they just have these really attractive dudes yeah. wearing shades like, oh, I would look that cool. It's yeah, like, pretty nice haircut, nice eyes. I, I really love it. I wish I could yeah. do this. Like, and then it turns into get out. Or it's like, <laughs> like, you getting a dog. I mean, it's a, it's a conversation starter. So maybe if you if you're bad at opening up, yeah. But there's no way the dogs get you laid. But there are those like beat dudes where it's like they have the cute dog and women go up to them. It's their they, wingman. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. yeah. They, they in those instances, chicks are like almost pretending to be into it more than like friendly in a way they wouldn't if they didn't have the dog. Which is crazy to me. It's just a fucking dog. Yeah. Like. <laughs> fucking like Mo last time. I don't think that dog would have gotten us laid. I don't know if that's a conversation starter. It's like that 10. There's that chick who she's got the Pomeranian Husky, and she's a 10. And it's, wait, maybe when women have a dog, it's a good excuse for men to go like. I thought, uh, dude, yes. It's like, oh, what's your dog? Because no one would have talked to this chick on the beach. Yeah. She's on the beach sun tanning a dime yeah. by herself, but she has a dog. So people, it's an opener. They go like, oh, I love your dog. What is it? She had to tell six different dudes what the dog was. And she was, right. and. And I, at any moment she could act interested. Yeah. And like when he goes, yeah, you have a nice Pomeranian. I used to have a fucking yeah. like husky but I, with a poodle. I think she actually liked her dog. I don't, she wasn't doing it. I mean, this that chick doesn't need an opener. Like she's, yeah, yeah. she's dropped it gorgeous, but it like. It disarms herself. She's disarming herself by having this small, cute dog because everyone else could come compliment the dog and not walk up to this 10 that's laying on the beach and go like, yeah. hey, my name's Gary, you know? I always assume, though, like chicks with dogs must be in a relationship for some reason. Just because, like, why would you have a dog? Yeah, like, how do you else do you take care of it, I guess? I don't know. Like, uh, it's a, like... If you're not married, then in, I don't know. Like single I'm not, dudes, a, single, I'm not a pet guy, so single, I, single I don't. Dudes get dogs. Do single, why buy a pet ever? I, I don't understand it. I don't get. If you want companionship, seek that in it with a human, yeah. not with something that just loves you because you give it food. You should convert to Muslim. Can they not have dogs? 
Well, they're just haram. Is dog haram? Haram is like sin. Yeah, yeah I know. Is it dog haram? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, I love, I love haram. There's like, like the jokes, like, is it haram? And like, there's the Instagram guy. <laughs> Why? They're only used to guard property. Oh, they can't. Yeah. You can't. It's because they have like germs on them, and then it gets on like the food or the crops, and then Mm -hmm. it causes like diseases that kill like everyone in the village or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Back in the day. Yeah, good. Dog haram. Maybe I should be. (laughs) You should. It's a religious thing. Is there like? I don't know how to say this, but like I don't. You don't get laid if you're Muslim in in Orange County. Like, like who? Yeah, they must. I think they just do it. No, I mean like... Dude, all those guys that have the white BMWs. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. They fuck. I was at Fashion Island and at it was 5 o'clock or whatever um, in the parking lot. Put out his rug and was praying like just oh. in the corner because it was sundown or whatever time. And I was like, oh, that's... But I was thinking, that doesn't get you late. No chick sees that and goes, I want to be a part of that. Unless she's one who's with it. Yeah, no, she's it's also like, trying th- to find a place to put her carpet next to someone. It's the equivalent of uh, you and I going to church. Yeah. We're just trying to bang. <laughs> she's, the question would be, is she down to be number one, or well, obviously number one, but like number two, three, or four? Is that, that, isn't that the thing? Can they do that in America, though? Well, I mean, I guess you could, like, we... I gotta tell a good story about our friend. Uh, I'm not gonna mention any names, but young dude he went to college with, and his dad had a wife, and he is Hmong, H M O N G. It's it's a culture, Hmong. Um, it's it's like you pronounce like Hmong, but it's Hmong is the pronunciation, I believe. They're like a Chinese indigenous type community group ethnicity, and they so have. Where we're, we're in China. Um. Central China, so like the oh, oh, would, Mongolian. No, 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 not Mongolian. Hmong, H M O N G. Laos, Vietnam, China is like their stomping ground. Oh, that's south. South. They're southwest, central China, like central and southwest Hmong. Yeah. Okay, and they have this thing. They have it's. I forget the actual name for it, but it's called like second wife. I have so a, you. So you have your first wife, and then you get a second wife. So the son had to marry the dad's second wife to get her into America. And then so, like, the joke was, like, are you banging your mom? Because, like, so so the dad had a wife, but it's in their culture they get second wife. But she lived abroad. So, so the green card are over. The son had to marry her for, like, five years. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so, so he marries get, her. And in the culture... there's no one else in America that he's just like, hey, can you marry this chick? Yeah, but the son, in the culture, like, the son will do it. He'll take that hit and get her that green card. So the dad... So it's like, wait, are you banging... You get signed by Pornhub. I feel like that would be actually... I mean, I don't think... No offense to... I don't. This isn't, like, a group that's <laughs> making the front page of these porn yeah, websites. Yeah. But, um... No, I mean, it was, every time I heard it, I was just cracking up. So he up. was legally in America married to... He was a guy dad, our age. His second mom. Married to his dad's second wife because he the, had to bring her over. Right. So and that, they're, I think they're divorced now. But they had to make it all, like, real. They had to take photos. And every time I was like, 
I'd be like, are you guys banging? Like, how does this work? And, I, and it was just like, hush, hush, because you didn't want the government to, to oh, come. Oh, so that, when you said they're divorced now, it's not the dad and the second wife, it's the son. The son who married, who married the dad's second wife. Yeah, no, it's a very interesting cultural thing. Imagine being uh, your friend's, like, new wife, or, like, if you just met, like, a Westerner, and she, like, hired some private agent and like like what the fuck why did you marry Dude. and then she finds out that like wait a minute you're related like she meets the yeah out of family dude some cultures are just chaos man you got to respect the cultures but at some point you gotta be like dude there's just fucking chaos happening here like <laughs> how many wives do you need Some cultures are like similar based on latitude. So how far? I, I thought about this because I always, when I was in Singapore, I think I've said this every episode. Drink whenever I bring that up. Yeah, that should be. Take a sip. <laughs> uh, like the Malaysians were very similar to the Mexicans here. So this could get racial real quick. <laughs> No, but like the food, the culinary cuisine is similar, which would make sense. How? Like the spices. It's spicy. Oh, oh, spicy. Uh, okay. Like theirs is distinct. There's no beans over there. <laughs> beans, I mean, the edible beans. <laughs> what are the. Wait, edible beans? Troy, that came out of your mouth? <laughs> Inedible beans. <laughs> that's true, edible beans. I mean, that's an oxymoron in my book. Do you know the genesis of why I don't like beans? Like, like, do you know, like, the OG genesises of me hating beans? No. Okay. Well, that, you probably ate it. In so life. there's, a, like, a, my brother cracks up every time, like, we're at a place and I say no beans because he had to grow up with me puking every time I had beans. But there was two restaurants, Barf and Puke 1 and Barf and Puke 2 because those were two restaurants I would always barf and puke as a, as a child. Um, number one, Mimi's Cafe. Number two, Outback Steakhouse. The smell alone would make me puke. No, no, as a child, I, the smell alone of going to one of these places would make Wait, me puke. Those, well, I haven't been to Mimi's in a long time, but Outback, that's a fine It was, it, it is, a, now, now I go to Outback all the time. That's a lie. But uh, these guys are going to get me to go. But they, that is what it is. And then with the beans, my mom would just make me sit at the dining room table and she'd be like, you're going to eat that bean. And I'd be like, I'm going to throw up. And she'd be like, you're going to eat the bean. We'd sit there for an like hour. One bean. One like bean. One refried effing bean or baked bean would be sitting there. And it would be like <laughs> it would be like a war of attrition. I'd be sitting at this dining room table for what felt like hours. When I look back, it was probably like five minutes. But it, everyone else would have left the table. I'd be staring at it. My you're mom would. Staring at the, the It's like the Western. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be me versus Bean. There'd be like static coming off my brow at the Bean, and the Bean would be hitting back. And my brother and sister would always be there, like watching me try to eat this Bean. And then eventually, because I, I, I knew like I couldn't get up until I attempted it, and I, every time I'd go like, I will puke if I try to eat this Bean. And then I would try and eat the Bean, and immediately would just run and go puke and she'd be like well what'd you learn i'd be like i'm still puking trying to eat beans what did you learn what is it that, what if that triggers you texture trauma of having to sit at that table but where what part of the te- like, i just taste 
Or the taste isn't the issue, and the thing I is, I can eat like raw fish now. I think a bean, I'm never gonna get over that hurdle. But okay, refried beans, texture-wise, different than black beans. So my nightmare is a refried bean. Like <laughs> that's your final boss. That's, that's like a final boss. Guy. That was what appears in my hellish landscape of, of a yeah. That's my Bowser is a. Refried bean plate. Like, I wouldn't know where to... Uh, Warren Buffett could walk up with a $1 billion check and a refried bean plate, and I would... I'd be like, what are we doing here? You know, like... Oh, yeah. what, okay, or, we got the Bowser of beans. What is the um, the Venus flytrap tackle thing? You know what I mean? The, that's my mom yelling at me to eat the bean. The, <laughs> and then the Koopa. The Koopa bean. And, uh, I can't eat green beans. There's some beans I can take down. Right, right. I want you to basically rank these. Mm. Of the so refried is Bowser. <laughs> so we're gonna eliminate that one. Okay. We have black. Oof. <laughs> black beans. Black and uh, black and baked are. Black beans, baked beans, uh, like bushes, the sweet ones that are amazing. Oh, uh, it's puke. It's an instant puke. I'm almost puking and then, now. Uh, pinto. Puke. No, but which. In fifth grade, or like, which one's the tastiest? In second grade, we were doing that thing where we make like macaroni art, and we had raw beans and like like uh, popcorn in one thing, and I ate a raw bean, so the popcorn, and I puked. It was a raw bean. <laughs> this is the mentality of it. Wait. <laughs> you thought you were eating popcorn because <laughs> you had like two cups. Yeah, yeah. You were doing like macaroni art with, and they were, but it was not macaroni. It was with. Pinto beans in halved, and the other one was popcorn. So you'd eat with the one. I got my left and right mixed up as a young lad. But why'd you put it? Why'd you try to put the popcorn in your mouth? Because we were eating popcorn. No, no, it was two. Oh, it was a, yeah, the popcorn was the to eat the treat. <laughs> How to get these kids to shut up and play with the beans? So then you puked on the like. I puked. I, I, the, I threw up. I, it was a little fuzzy. I think I made it out of the zone of the, the table. But I was, it was a throw up. Uh, I was going to say, but if you puke on your canvas, then maybe that turns into like the next big art. That could be like a Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Yeah. And you name it like uh, <laughs> Lima triggered, pulled, triggered. I pulled the trigger on the. What would you name <laughs> Pulled my trigger on Lima. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> we'll workshop that one. We'll workshop that. Uh, All right. Ad read. I gotta get a, a beer. Okay. Uh, Kevin's also texting us. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we should text our first guest back. All right, let's let's do an ad read and bring on our guest. Yeah. yeah. And here is our interview with Kevin. Brought to you by Bush's Baked Beans. Oh God. Wait, Kevin. I you don't need the headset. I don't think. You can. I don't know. Wait, doesn't need the headset? Maybe, no. Maybe try. Wait, is this wait. any better? It's worse. This is pretty. That was the same. It's basically the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, let me move this. I, I know you guys are shooting for top tier quality of your podcast, so. dude. Our first two quality, the audio is shit, and I just got a second mic, so it's a, hopefully a little bit better. We we didn't do too much uh, technical. Yeah, wait, Kevin, talk for five seconds right now. I'm talking about how Cam Akers did not play tonight <laughs> for the, uh, the Feast Mode team. Should we play that back uh, real quick? No, we have it. Oh, you got it? 
It's got to show up, right? We have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm bottom, right? As long as it's drowning yeah. out the no. crickets in the I background. Think, we I think still have also, it. though, the only thing with the FaceTime calls is that it cuts out when I start talking. So <laughs> if you suddenly decide to interrupt me what cuts as I'm out? What? What cuts out? What are you talking about? Like, like you start talking just randomly. I'm talking right now. Hey, Kevin. So if I try to talk, it, like, cuts in and out. Oh, well, you stop talking. Yeah, so he can't... <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? So if Kevin is talking, yeah. and all of a sudden he can't hear anything we're saying. Which is, oh, which is fine. understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. You're our... Yeah, you're... You're Kevin. the guest. You're our guest. Well, I, you set the rules. <laughs> if, I, if I suddenly ask you to repeat yourself, or if you need me to, like, go back on a point, just oh, stop wow. flying me down, Troy. Oh, Kevin, I I'm mean, barely coherent on episode two, so... Yeah, Kevin... <laughs> Kevin I you, heard. I, I did get the inside scoop. Yeah, we were playing Xbox with Kevin, and I was like, the first hour is gold. Then we have this drop-off for about 45 minutes, and then the last 15 minutes is back to being gold again. Somehow we sobered up. Yeah, somehow... Is that what they're calling it, Troy? Is gold? Yeah, they're calling it gold. (laughs) So last episode, basically... uh... Wait, wait. Kevin, can you hear Matt from here? Roughly. That's the thing. Is like if I start talking, he like cuts in. Oh, okay. So can't really hear anything. But but can you hear me now? Yeah. Like if, if I stop talking and like listen to what you're saying, but if you guys both are like talking at the same time, I'll probably miss you. I think so we're just fine. Yeah. be prepared. We're pretty like, I... we're pretty seasoned. <laughs> We've been doing this a while. <laughs> no, but Kevin. So what? Like. There's a moment in the, I guess this is going to be released before this one is released. Yeah. Like, where Troy is, like, drinking his water bottle, and I'm just, like, wasted. And I'm like, is that water? And then uh, he's like, yeah, go for it. And I just take the bottle and, like, drink it. And then after that, for some reason, all my slurring goes away. And you can, like, like have him, like, talking about, like, fucking transhumanism and all this shit, like, perfectly clear. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just, like, your go-to now is if you start dropping topics that, like, no one really understands what you're saying. So they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, you come on up to me and be like, I'm an anarcho-capitalist. Yeah, "Yeah, cool. Okay, Matt. Anyway, what are we doing for dinner? Dude, I thought I'd look more swole on FaceTime. What's going on here? (laughs) This bicep looking a little small. I gotta, come on, I gotta hit it a little harder. There we go, Troy. How I look in the... Yeah, oh, dude, yours is looking. I think it's because you're just closer. God damn. Oh, is that is that what it yeah. is for you too? <laughs> that's what I. That's like a dick pic. It was just farther away. Uh, wait, did you work out today? Not today. I went out and got a happy hour drink and watched the opening opening game of uh, football this year, NFL season. Did you go with dudes or uh, the lady? I I went with a dude. A um, dude? I know this is a hot. Hot button issue on this podcast about <laughs> what what goes on if you're hanging out with dudes. Apparently, there's an app for it coming up. But wait, what are you? What are you? He's talking about IDNG. Oh yeah, yeah. That's an episode one listener. This would is a you band. invest in IDNG? <laughs> would, would I invest? Well, that's the thing is, you guys were talking about in your first episode that uh, you're looking for inventors to come out. Uh, I do have an invention for the 40th Street. Shark Tank, I guess. Oh, hit us. 40th Street Shark Tank is ready. So, uh, hello, investors of the 40th Street. Uh, I'm coming to you today with a modest request. Uh, but first, let me let me paint a situation in your head. 
the thing is you grab a, a six pack of beers right mm-hmm. it, everyone does it everyone loves them you, you, you have a couple but have, after you have them out of the cooler they get warm what if they made a six pack that was essentially the like cooler boxes that you could just like throw in your freezer and it freezes the entire six pack shape to keep your six pack cold so like an active coaster that wait, wait so, so the the six pack would have like our ice tray around it you know what i'm talking about york yeah essentially like like a six pack koozie oh Ooh, but it only works as for keeping the cold in well i guess you know what's that the koozie the koozie is not is the koozie ice itself yes so oh. like you know how they make those like gel like ice packs that who knows what they're made out of but you just can reuse them yes yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. it's just hardened plastic in the shape of a six-pack and you can reuse it so you get you know the cardboard industry isn't upset they, they get to recycle more however that works okay so how would you make six it pack, so everyone's happy how would you make it so it's like not freezing the carrot like you're not carrying a bag of ice you know what i just came to this podcast with an idea for you guys to have a segment that could keep returning with good ideas i just wasn't you know no. cut out for it's for the creation business i love the idea i invest in this i think because my I six packs do well the idea is uh Going into the 40th Street Shark Tank. That's the idea I think I'm selling. Oh, the 40th Street Tank. Well, have you? Our LLC is 40th Street Capital LLC. Um, oh, of course. So far, we've lost thousands of dollars betting on bad meme stocks. And bad uh, Japanese porn NFTs. Really bad Japanese porn NFTs. Um, uh, it, I mean, if you're spending money on porn NFTs, you're essentially like breaking even at least. Well, someone's satisfied. Wait, didn't you, Kevin, didn't you, like, buy in? Oh, no, that was the AMC stuff, right? No, that was Dogecoin. Kevin was a big early Dogecoin investor. I made, like, 50 bucks off of Dogecoin. That's a winner in my book. What was the, the, the fucking, like, what was the bet? Was it, like, 50 bucks on 1,000, 50 bucks on... Well, it's Dogecoin, so I think if you 50... If, yeah, he, if you put in a dollar and make 50 bucks, that's pretty nice. No, I think he means he, put, he doubled his money. Wait. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, so he put in 50 and he got 50. Oh, yeah. we're, okay. We're trading, like, what is it, like 0.2 decimal points off the penny to make back like, maybe a penny? Yeah. The Kevin, that, <laughs> which is funny because if you had that Dogecoin still, I think you would have made probably like $300. I think it was like six times. Because I was in the same, we bought it around the same time. And then it like spiked and it's back down now. But we bought it. We were there in the early days. Well, I remember when you guys, because you you were like in the Xbox world. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, we should buy the AMC. We should buy the, uh, what was the other one? GameStop. GameStop. Yeah. And I was like, dude, these retards are fucking. Dude, I'm, I made like five then, grand yeah, from no, GameStop. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And it just spikes up. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I was, I got in at like 12 bucks. And yeah. I sold everything at like uh, between like 180 and 300. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think it's like Chad, he bought it at 100 and like lost. Do you know what's funny about that is I texted Dave. <laughs> and I went, Dave, is Chad texting us about this now? Is yeah. that is that the canary in a coal mine? And Dave yeah. was like, it, it, we're like, if that isn't, what is? And I was like, yeah. The only other thing would be like my grandpa text. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Troy, do you have the GameStop? I would be like, sell now. Now is it. It is, is it. Like, 
and it, it should have been because I think Chad. No, Chad actually texted us. He was in the in like a day early. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it spiked to like three hundred the next day. But that was a serious question. I when Chad texted our group chat that I actually texted Dave side. I went, "Is this it? Is this the sell? Do we sell? Do I sell right now?" Because someone who has who doesn't like invest, listen to any financial advice, X, Y, Z just comes in or he, he may now, sorry, Chad, I don't mean to dunk on you, but like, you know what I mean? At the time you weren't like an actor. No, like, dunk on him. Yeah. Fuck you, Chad. No, it's no. And only can reference to your podcast, not the general public. Yeah. Keep dunking on those people. No, no. The, 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 everyone knows. Well, it's funny. You just make up these, these characters in your mind, but uh, no, he, Chad in their friend group is what you're saying. But no, yeah, he, it, it was a funny period where I texted and, and we, we were like going back and forth on whether it was going to be an issue, but it's funny. Was that the, was that like me in Bed Bath and Beyond recently, Troy? Well, I, 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 a lot of money on that. I feel bad that I texted you that because I sent it to you more as a joke. I didn't really expect anyone to actually put hundreds of dollars, thousands, millions of dollars for us. But Bed, Bed Bath and Beyond is a public stock. It's a public stock, trading at probably like four bucks. It kind of got a little meme action going. Pumped uh, like do you know 20. how many shower caddies and loofahs I bought from that store after yeah. I purchased their stock to try like <laughs> three days ago, the CFO. Uh, Kevin's like, fuck, I invested in this. I gotta go buy all just, the stuff to pump up. He's got like earnings. scrub daddies and like other dishware items. I, I invest so heavily in like Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr., In and Out, and I just only eat there for lunch. That's how it works, right? Uh, wait, Kevin. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, Jack, what did you say? Was that the one? Uh, Carl's Jr. In and Out. No, one. Fuck Mary Kill. So I have a good fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Are you ready? He's ready. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to listen because you're, you're like cutting in and out, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm doing my best. I'd say boo okay, it. So fuck Mary Kill. Uh, the Mongolian barbecue three plate challenge. The Krispy Kreme dozen glaze challenge. And the cinnamon challenge. Ooh, interesting. So right off the bat, I'm going to go with what made me feel the worst because I have attempted all three of these challenges. Um, I'm, I'm going to kill the Krispy Kreme dozen glazed. That's that's getting killed. Yeah. So wait, what, what happened with that one? Uh, Kevin ate four donuts and then uh, everyone else ate way more. Kevin? This is this fake news here that's happening on your podcast. <laughs> you only so, ate four, dude. <laughs> I attempted the Krispy Kreme a dozen glazed donut challenge twice. The first time I got to like seven, eight, uh, and I didn't learn my lesson. I immediately threw up after that. But this time I went into it completely understanding I'm not going to win. I was with uh, Travis and Tim uh, for the for the viewers. Uh, another in your friend group. You have a Travis and a Tim. Um. But I think I think Travis took the whole thing down. Tim got to around eight or nine, and I gave up at four because so I was like, you know, I'd like to enjoy my day today. <laughs> You're like, ah, I don't have to enjoy this twelve donut challenge. So you just did the white flag early. It's one of those things where like a lot of people go into their life and are like, oh, you know, I'm going to be the star athlete for my school. I'm going to go out and be the star quarterback. I'm like, I could go out and eat a dozen donuts, and I couldn't. And it was such a slam right down on my confidence. <laughs> it does. Um, no, but anyone who's been to Krispy Kreme, you look at the dozen glaze in the box, 
and you know you could just fucking wolf down too. Yeah. That like twelve must be kind of manageable, you know. But then you get into you get into like. I was, I was gonna say the big problem wasn't the fact that it was too many. It was too many of the same flavor. And those those glazed donuts when you microwave them and like you know one or two that's like nice warm treat. But you start mashing three or four <laughs> together to try to take them down and they start leaking the oil. Kevin's he has like he had three donuts. Squeezed him into a ball. I did. I thought it was going to be a fe- I wouldn't time over like how many I could eat. I think there was a time limit on it. Uh, but but to go back to you, so that's why. I mean, that gets fucking killed. That 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 is killed. Full kill. Killed. Killed. Um, I forgot this was the segment. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. got to marry the three plate challenge. You got to marry the three plate challenge, and here's why. You get. The sustenance to continue on through the day, whether that's a nap or it's, you know, going on and doing other activities. You have protein in your system. You have veggies if you want to go heavy veggie. Um, For those of you who are not aware of Southern California eateries, (laughs) Mongolian barbecue is the $15 all you can eat. Like, not even a challenge. I think that was added post after, like, being poor in high school. But you basically get all the meat all the noodles, all the veggies, and they cook it for you. And the challenge was to eat three full plates of whatever concoction you could come up with. How would, uh, wait, how would you stuff it though? I, I remember it was kind of like the strategy to take like two bowls and it was, honestly, we didn't even give a fuck about what meat it was. You just throw it in there, right? And then you put the- It's like Yoba Goya. Yoba Goya for sure. Like you're definitely gonna poop your pants when you're done with it, but you're gonna feel really good before that. So I think the yeah the, the two bowl is a bowl of meat, a bowl of noodles and veggies and everything, and you just pack it all down with that little thin fucking napkin they give you or whatever it is. <laughs> it's almost like you're stealing it, but then you give it to the chef to throw on the frying plate. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know you just get. You get the love and treatment that, like, a mother would give, but from, like, an Asian man in a strip mall. <laughs> okay, so the Mongolian is the Mary, so that must mean the kill yeah. is the cinnamon? Oh, no, kill is Christmas. No, you fuck the cinnamon. No, 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 you fuck the cinnamon. Ooh, yeah, actually. The cinnamon's nice. Everyone likes yeah, cinnamon. Yeah, that's also, like, something that kind of hits hard, but it doesn't scar you. Exactly. You know, you get a little spice up the nose. It's happened a few times to me. What, what, what can I say? I enjoy it. When did, wait, Kevin, when did we do the cinnamon challenge? Because I know we did it, right? When did we do, or when was it, like, popular in uh, yeah. pop media or social media? We did it, like, three years yeah, after it was I, popular. 2009 <laughs> and then 2012. <laughs> uh. Well, it was the winter of 2011, actually. I had a little bit of cinnamon left over from the war. It's like uh, we, we were coning, like, yesterday. This was, <laughs> this was pre-TikTok. Yeah. Uh, no, but first, all right, Kevin. I, I have this image of you, for some reason, these these two events probably didn't happen simultaneously, um, but you did the cinnamon challenge, and then you had your face full of cheese. If you look at my Instagram, there's a video of this. Was that was that <laughs> with the same thing, or what was that story? No, the, the face full of cheese was definitely Chad or Kyle for a fantasy punishment. No, it was for sure you. I thought it, it Oh, it had. was me. <laughs> You know, as I try to pass the buck on these uh, horrendous stories that happen to me through fantasy football, um, as the season starts, uh, congrats everyone, week one of fantasy. I hope everyone's doing a lot better than I am. 
Kevin drafted Cam Akers and he got a. Right. I mean, we're not doing this. I thought you guys don't talk about sports. We don't. We don't. But you brought it up. I don't, you, Kevin, Kevin, you just dug the hole and jumped in it. Matt and I didn't say anything about sports, and you were just you just went up rogue. What are we doing here? I mean, I hope to. I, I hope I can return as like you know a character week by week, every once in a while that pops in. Yeah. It's just like, hey, everyone, hope your fantasy team's doing well because mine's doing dog shit. <laughs> No, but you made the hype videos, so that, that's... The hype video was elite. Tell right. us... We, we Okay, let me set this scene. Kevin just sends us this video, and it wasn't... It was homemade. It didn't have any TikTok watermarks from other creators. It was fucking funny. Kevin, tell us about how many hours we took off work. You know, what Like what was the sitch? What did we do there? So that's the... I guess that's the big thing, um... Because, you know, Davey obviously sent it to his buddies and, you know, they're kicking back like, this guy's got to be in social media. Like, he's a TikTok star or something with these edits. <laughs> um, but the, the reality is, is like I have an iMovie subscription through my through my pops and that took maybe 45 minutes. 45? <laughs> Not bad for uh, Thursday morning. But that was kind of like your old drafting... Uh binders on steroids in a way yeah dude i was getting hyped up for your team i almost i swear to god i was sitting at my desk at work watching this is a good team and i was like fuck man i don't want to go against that yeah so you know to explain as best i can i wish i could i could show to the to the podcast world but you know the big the big thing was just essentially taking it's classic hype music for 2022 and editing short clips of my fantasy football players in the prime of their careers. Um, most of it just was downloading GIFs and, and through Jiffy and like putting them into iMovie and being like, oh yeah, that works. But the big thing is it it really hyped me up to see my players the, overperforming, being top of their, their class. So I had to really limit that with putting my records from the past like 12 years we've done fantasy football, which I think I've gone you know, win column positive once in like 12 years. So I'm not too excited about it, but I'm glad um, to install He's on mute. Else. Let's 360 him. Wait, he's on mute. Um, uh, okay, okay, okay. So wait, Kevin, we need you, we need like a 10 second rage on Cam Akers. We need, we need your, we need some raw oh. thoughts. <laughs> okay, I've muted us. Oh. We need to segue. Kevin India telling like a funny story before the audio yeah. cut out. And let me tell you, there have been many, many a bad football players on Kevin's fantasy football team. Many a bad players. I was looking back through rosters to 2012, and I, I think some of those guys honestly might be in the Canadian Football League at this point. Or, or you know, dog walking as a full-time profession. Cam oh, Akers. You're, you basically are a, a canary in the coal mine for who's going to be in the CFL. Yeah, there we go. That's a canary in the coal mine, a 2.0. Cam Akers, put him on there. Uh, put Zach Moss on there for underperforming in the family league or whoever that was you know whose bright idea was to pick the rookie from the fifth round to play but overall cam Akers, you know just his job got cut tonight you know what the worst part is kevin i have cam Akers in my college league and i also have the colts wide receiver who you have and i'm bummed oh the guy who threw up the heart 
as his like little uh, video mm-hmm. thing. Dude, that's a USC Trojan. No, I know, but Kevin has him. And by the way, USC. Uh, <laughs> that what I mean. Wait, that's that's my point. Guy? Kevin has him, and I'm bummed. Yeah, you know? a bust right it is a bust. It's clearly a wait, bust. Wait, wait, Kevin. I have a, a question. Yeah. So, all right, what is podcast, right? So the viewers don't know uh, Kevin, like best friend for years back to like elementary school, third grade. Um, and we actually did improvis- <laughs> improvisational It's comedy. that point in the night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we did improv comedy together in high school. And then Kevin actually continued on to do improv in uh, college. Uh, what was the funniest story from any of your improv sketches? You could, I mean, high school would maybe be preferable. Or but any any like college thing too, or maybe it didn't even have to be a skit on stage. It was just like a funny like story with a, a teammate or something. Or tell us about the time when you were in sixth grade with Matt when he was the black saxophone player and you were Ebenezer no. Scrooge. <laughs> Wait, this is this is a different thing that you totally interpreted wrong. Answer the first question. He's busted up now. We got him. <laughs> Wait, Matt, you're just talking about like a funny moment from our high school improv comedy. Yeah, 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 like a funny shit that happened. I have like a couple in mind, but I want to hear what your uh, take is. Yeah, I mean, so it, well, funny enough, I guess, like with how a podcast format works, like it was interesting listening to you guys' first episode because it's definitely a lot of like improv comedy, which is something that like always spoke to me to get like, I guess deep for a second if you want to call it um just being able to be the center of attention and like make people laugh sometimes you know more often than not you know at my own expense um but yeah i mean like improv comedy was always a part of my life that kind of shaped who i am today and i think one of the biggest moments was uh, and i'm sure matt it's one of the moments you're thinking of we went i think we were going on to senior year of high or high school i should say and we went to like some improv camp to learn about how to improvise and how to be a good improv partner yeah and matt and i were both there and of course like being friends for years like the stuff we find funny is (laughs) rarely funny to anyone else (laughs) if that i mean again you guys are taking to the airways through the podcast where now we'll get to see but <laughs> I think I think most conversations we had in high school were not very funny in terms of broad humor. Yeah. Um but but one moment I remember specifically was some sketch about some kid going to bed and having nightmares or whatever it was and I think Matt or I played a smoothie cup if I recall, <laughs> called Lace Smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Lace Smoothie. It was Lace a total Smoothie. fucking bomb. I think I randomly just, like, started off uh, the scene where someone was, like, uh, like, no, 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 this was the, the, uh, they, they, like, had, like, a fruit problem or something, and then you came into You know, every good improv scene always starts with a lot of questioning what you were doing out yeah. on the stage, so it's, it's good that this is exactly how it started. Yeah, but then you you just, like, totally saved the day bulldozing in Asley Smoothie. Right, okay, yeah, it's starting to come back to me, you know, in my 
<laughs> explosive improv comedian career. I but, but somehow they, this guy was French, or the smoothie was. Le smoothie was French? Yeah, which then resulted in an Xbox, Xbox Live gamer tag that got like deleted into the void. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I did pull out a ah oh, ha ha laugh. I definitely remember that. Um, okay, Kevin. Another another thing, or another question, which I hope you actually know what I'm referring to because I don't have any other better way to describe what I'm trying to get you to say. You told this. Okay, to me. Let me, hang on, these. Hold up. Let me let me throw on the headphones here because I feel like you're cutting out more than Troy is. Uh, yeah, I'm really talk trying to talk loud because. Basically, the way the setup is, is we don't want Troy's mic picking up mine. We have two mics now. Yeah. <laughs> we upgraded. And But Troy's, like, because uh, Troy's mic is, like, better quality, it's closer to the iPhone, which is picking up your voice. Fair. Yeah. It just means that, like, the questions you ask me, I can't hear at all. Also, if my audio is now super sketch, let me know. No, no you're actually better, It's got a little better. <laughs> Little, I mean, it's not that much different. Or you, yeah, I think it was just a large, yeah. Uh, no, what was, you were in town, not last weekend, but maybe the weekend before, I forget. What, what was the joke at the Chinese, or it wasn't even Chinese, oh, the sushi restaurant. Dwayne's joke. Oh, is this the gotcha journalism that is? Oh, no, I'm yeah, wait, 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 uh, Kevin already went over with us. We can't do any gotcha journalism. No, like that time you said the N-word one year ago, Kevin, do you remember that? No gotcha journalism no, is what we agreed on. This is a good joke. Tell Detroit. It's a good joke. Oh, man. This is, okay, so A, first of all, my dad told me this joke under the pretense of, like, don't retell this joke. Okay, well, say grandpa then. Say grandpa. Give it another degree oh, of freedom. Did I say dad? I meant my grandpa. Yeah, it was your grandpa. A different era. All right. Oh, boy. This is... If this is what's going to get me canceled, I'll be fucking pissed. I mean, we, we've already said worse Dude, on we, this podcast. Uh, me and Troy are the number one listeners of our own podcast yeah. at this point. So. Let me tell you. We actually have, like, six viewers. Big deal. Well, speaking of uh, of my dad here, he plans on listening. To grandfather, this podcast. wait, oh, no, no hey. sorry, my grandfather plans on listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't let uh, don't let Dwayne share it with my mom because Matt's mom is like, <laughs> once we hit like a thousand subscribers, we give it to Matt's mom. Yeah. Oh, she'd be so upset. I would know because I was your family friend from childhood, and I used to walk in your house and eat all your food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, I gotta. No, 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 oh, you. Kind of oh, we actually are telling the joke now. No, okay. no, no. no wait, right, I'll, I'll tell the joke. This is this is no. This is an aside. Kevin, you hear me? Yeah. 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 So Kevin used to come over to my house. You eat all your food. And <laughs> yeah, eat all my food. <laughs> Basically, Allegedly. so no, because you know when you're a little kid and like you have like your favorite snacks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, you know, hungry boy. His mom, I guess, wouldn't get him similar snacks. Okay. And so then, like, they just kind of all be gone. And so at one point, I started hiding the snacks in the pantry <laughs> before he came over. <laughs> and I remember, like, specifically, like, him walking, like, into the pantry. And it was like, dude, where are the Pop-Tarts or something? Well, you always would raid the fridge of your yeah, friend's yeah, house exactly. when you were a kid. Like yeah, half the reason you go Yeah, that's the other reason you would, would go, yeah. <laughs> I, I still do that now, but t- no one's fridge has shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> 
we've gotten to the point where we've just learned from our childhood. Yeah. Where it's like, no one has good food. Everyone has like Coors Light. Food. Yeah. And then like, there's no gummy fruit snacks. Uh, I think. No, continue. I was gonna say I, th- I think the uh, the best part of that conversation, like you know, just our friendship in general, was there was a night where you know I text Matt and say, hey, you know, like you want to hang out? Then you know we live pretty close. So I could just come over, and his response was, sure. I'm playing video games, but you can watch me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's definitely a joke. No one's that narcissistic. But, uh, of course, I showed up and he goes, okay, sit there. And I sat on the edge of his brother's bed and watched him play Halo. Yeah, yeah, I was in a bad mood. But then... Uh, he lost a few games. No, that, hey, Kevin, that reminds me. What was the story with my brother in WWE? Oh, uh, you just, uh, This is such gotcha journalism. It's gotcha. Wait, wait. Okay, like, it was gotcha. No, this isn't gotcha. Troy, this is a good one. Yeah, well, he's gonna so, tell me now. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know this question. Yeah, I, I actually uh, was just talking about this story uh, to my girlfriend tonight. Uh, shout out to Jordan. He's gonna love this one. Um, no, but like I, I did not have an older brother growing up, and Matt did, and I always kind of considered myself like the second younger brother. So every time I wander into Matt's house and eat his food, according to him, uh, you know, I'd say hey to Todd and. Shout out Tibley. Uh, and there was one day, I think all three of us were playing WWE, like Raw versus SmackDown. Was it 20, 2002? Was it that far back? Or some whatever, 2008 maybe? Uh, regardless, you know, we're all playing, and uh, I was not very good at video games at the time. I've gotten much better. And I think I won on a fluke, a technicality, and I beat Todd for the first time in the years I'd been playing with him and rose my hands in celebration to, you know, what a victory. And instead of being proud of me and so happy that, like, the younger generation was taking over the mantle, he uh, right-hooked me right inside the gut and <laughs> up under the ribs. And I've never been that close to dying in a long time. I think, I think up until the point where I beat him arm wrestling many years later after he had just left uh, the academy... And he was ready to kill me. Yeah, but you you were celebrating the whole way. Like that that victory was that was better than anything. I think I definitely cried. I definitely <laughs> uh, shed tears. But you know the the raised fist was still there. Um, wait, what was the question I asked before we went on that tangent? That's the, that was the question. No, there was oh the Dwayne joke. Oh the joke. Give us oh, a joke. God damn it. I thought I got off the hook for that one. This <laughs> is a joke. All right, all right, fine. And I'm telling this joke uh, under the pretense that it it's a lot funnier when somebody who's a lot older and doesn't understand that it's problematic can tell it. Um, <laughs> so, all right. The Pope is approached by his uh, religious council. His religious council says, oh, you know, your, your holiness... We've read something in, you know, the scripture that says you need to reproduce and produce an heir every 700 years. And unfortunately, it falls on this year. And obviously, the Pope is kind of, you know, taken aback and he, and he doesn't want to break his celibacy and doesn't want to, you know, sleep with a woman when that he's not married to. So he says, OK, you know, I have four requests if I am to 
you know, have an heir or, or have someone who's bred from the holy line. And so his royal, you know, his religious council says, okay, your excellency, we're, we're ready to hear those. And he goes, first, she must be a blind so she cannot see who she is with. Of course, of course. Second, she must be a deaf so she cannot hear who is talking to her and she can't put to the face of the name. Of course, of course, your holiness. Third, she can't talk. She can't talk to anyone. She must be a mute. She cannot talk about her experiences here. They go, of course, your holiness, anything else. And he goes, and the fourth, she must have a big titty. <laughs> and I told that joke in a sushi restaurant with a lot of people around and it did not hit as well as I thought. It probably won't hear. And for all those listeners who went, wow, this guy is sexist and a piece of shit, you're probably right. Kevin, let me tell you, the woke, the woke watched this podcast. I was going to say, yeah, if anyone's listening to your podcast, it's probably not the people I should be worried about offending. I mean, when you run for president, we'll circle back to this. But, um... That ain't happening, man. I can barely get my fantasy football team under order. No, actually, dude, the the presentation on that was better than the Japanese restaurant. But you know, we're not trying to cut the joke in between eight people enjoying all you can eat and drinking <laughs> sake and beers. Yeah, and Henry eating his it was like fried chicken or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, learning some sushi that nobody knows. Um. Okay. One. One other question. Uh, which you probably like already have a good answer for, but maybe a curveball answer would be interesting. So, uh, if sweating, like perspiration, wasn't a consideration, where would you live and why? Repeat one more time, please. So, if sweating, like perspiration, wasn't a consideration, where would you live and why? Perspiration and not money? No, if sweating. So, like, if you could live anywhere in the world and the weather didn't cause you to sweat or perspirate, where would it be? If the pod doesn't know, Kevin's a real sweaty guy. He's actually not as sweaty as Cap, but he's still very sweaty. It's a close It's a close second, if anything. I haven't sweat around Cap in a while, but I'm pretty sure it's a close second. Well, you can go to a rave together and see who sweats more. <laughs> um, oh, man. So I know I know the safe answer, which you were expecting, would be like California, because I think you know that's obviously where we all grew up together. It would be safe and easy. But um, honestly, I would say probably like oh god, I want to say like Spain, Spain, like Spain. I don't know, like something about Spain calls to me. Like I'm sure, like for whatever reason, I think it's very humid there. Dude, in the summer, it is sweat monsoon, dude. Uh, well, actually, Spain, Spain is sweat monsoon, is that what you just said? <laughs> if you're in the inland. So, on my Euro trip, we, uh, yeah, we ended up, because, like, we left in May. Or, yeah, we left in May, and we ended the Euro trip in Spain in, like, August. And holy camoly, dude. Like, Madrid was just sweat. Sent. We were hanging out in laundromats, because... They're like the only places in Spain with AC. I normally just hang out in laundromats, but that's because I like the smell. <laughs> um, uh, wait, Kevin, one more. Um, 
this this other I want to say a phrase and I hope you could complete it. <laughs> and this this uh, you weren't on the phone, but we were talking about this earlier. Okay. So ready? Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Paul Bunyan had a great big axe. Paul Bunyan had a great big ass. Axe. No, he had a great big ass. Ass. No. No axe. Ass. Axe. No, no. We're saying. God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> oh, is that the joke or what? Because that's no. what I remember. Do you not remember the the fifth grade? No, I remember, but it was Paul Bunyan had a great big ass. No, but that was the joke we said in the. What was the actual phrase? There's a. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan had a great big axe. But there was a, uh, a, a melody after. Paul Bunyan had a great big axe. He was... King of the Lumberjacks. Boom. Boom. There We're we go. Shout. Okay. Because the thing is, so for those unaware, uh, Matt and I, who did go to the same elementary school, did a play, a musical, if you will. And one year, my fifth grade year, my final year in elementary school. This is school, it. This is the story with the hobo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, homeless or transient, Troy. Shit. Well, I'm the only one that gives them money. I call them the wrong thing. This is what's fucked up. I give homeless people money, transients money, and I called one a hobo once, and then I got I, I got destroyed for it. I don't understand. Anyway. The proper term. I mean, if you're gonna give money, you might as well be respectful. I think. Oh my god. You know what? Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. In elementary school, I, I got the, the lead of the play or the musical, and I was Paul Bunyan. And his, like, go-to, you know, song was Paul Bunyan had a great big axe. And all of the children in the chorus who, you know, weren't smart or wise, I don't know what it was, but, you know, they weren't allowed to be in the main roles. They got to be in chorus. Everyone started singing Paul Bunyan had a great big ass. And of course, fifth you know fifth grade me, that was a huge shot to my confidence. Um, did I have a big ass, or were they just you know Not yet. being funny? How big was your ass back then, Kevin? I had a dumper back in the day, and it didn't it didn't help that the uh, babe, the big blue ox, who I guess is like the, the uh, part of the Paul <laughs> Bunyan lore. Uh, was a third grader and I had to hug her at the end of the play and god forbid a fifth grader hug a third grader because you won't live it down even when you're 28 years old yeah. I think that's an in though if you're at a bar and you see her it, you kind of like back then you kind of it's like a hug is a big deal well yeah, yeah. Any, or you I, like, almost, I almost quit the play you don't like you sniff a girl or you smell her like you're like oh that's like the that's like the third grade version of third base maybe I mean yeah <laughs> But it's a weird third base. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You haven't made the big leagues yet. No. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the big thing is like being a fifth grader with a third grader. That's a big age gap. Like I'm essentially the uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio of elementary school. <laughs> uh, all right, Kevin. Do you, did you actually prepare an ad read, or was that the the pitch you were saying? Wait, was I supposed to prepare an ad lib or, or wait? Like, oh, no, like, read? did you have an ad, you did you have an ad read or was that your Shark Tank? No, no, I could totally just improvise one though because I got a piss, so I'll just do that into a piss segment. Okay. All right. Hit us. All right. Hey everyone, it's Kevin here, uh, local attender of 40th Street Podcast. 
have you ever had this situation happen to you? Oh, boy, I got to drive a long distance, but I got to stop or else I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> well, let me tell you, depends is there for you. If you got to depend on anything, depend on pissing your pants after a six-hour drive back from California to Arizona. It's happened to me. It can happen to you. Don't piss in a bottle. Piss in your pants. Depends. That's solid. That's a good ad. You didn't rather anything Wait, written down. Yeah, do it again in... Uh... Welsh accent. Welsh accent. Do it in a Welsh accent. Do it in a Welsh accent? Yeah. Is that like, uh, it's what, a, what is the movie? Sure, uh, but it's Welsh. Just do it again. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon. Is that Welsh? Fine. Well, we have a lot of Welsh listeners. Yeah, that's where our, that's where our uh, demographic... All five of them. Yeah, hit, a, hit us with a Welsh accent. All right, Wadi. Have you ever had to <laughs> piss your drawers? <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> That's what you need. Don't be pissing in a bottle on the long trek. Piss your pants, laddie. Depends. Oh, that was bravo. Bravo. Right, do you have to piss now? So can I, can I take a, like a two-minute pee for Yeah, break? you go pee and Matt and I'll do an ad read. All right, go ahead. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Guild. Tired of shit jobs on Fiverr? Upwork clients leaving you on worse... Oh, wait. Restart. Blah, blah, blah. Upwork clients leaving you on worse than a ding ding at the bar at 2 a.m. you didn't go home with? Then check out guild.com. Guild is an online labor marketplace with a twist. Trade your labor directly in ownership of a project via custom tokens. But that's not all. When you build with Guild, the products your efforts will automatically be generated into intellectual property via our proprietary NFT technology. So that way you can license your efforts to future employers. Engineers, scientists, creators, come one, come all, and build with Guild. Guild LC, Limited Liability Corporation, Wait, young man problem of the week. Kevin, you have a really good young man problem of the week. Do you remember? Is- so, like, say you're a young man and you were at the grocery store, right? You have groceries and they're bagged up and you're coming home. You know where he's getting at, right? And you, you have the bags in your hand and you're going to your apartment, but you happen to be wearing pajamas. Oh, don't even get me started. This isn't fit. This is more gotcha journalism. You globalists. <laughs> I swear to God, you globalists. <laughs> No, we just want to know. Okay, the, the truth. What did she say about your cock after she saw it? Okay. So, a quick note before I begin into this defensive story after one episode of you guys podcasting. Um, I would like to do a beer review for Ooh, okay. my, my episode because I know Troy, you did one for the first first episode it's you guys true. had. True. Blood beer. Uh, blood beer, yes. I'm drinking a Pebblehead Stony Hazy IPA from Stan- Santan Brewing Company. Located we can get them as a sponsor. Yeah, we'll get them. If this is good. Well, you gotta wait for the review. <laughs> it tastes like um, lemon pledge. <laughs> we it need tastes more like, lemon it pledge. genuinely tastes like a cleaner. And I'm really upset about it because I've been drinking okay. these mango wheats. Which have been really light and fruity and nice, kind of like me in high school. Hello. Oh. Huh. 
Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, but the Pebbleheads taste like cleaner, and I don't like them. Wait, Lemon Pledge? Le- I won't do the accent, because that's offensive. Do it in Welsh. Do it Welsh. <laughs> oh, you got to drink the Lemon Pledge? <laughs> We lost all your Welsh viewers. They're all offended. Dude, they love that. Dude, the Welsh fucking love it, man. No, that's not me accent. I don't talk like that. Um, anyway, okay, so, yes, there was a story told about how uh, a certain uh, friend of yours had gotten a little bit high returning from Taco Bell, and it was carrying food and apparently there was a penis exposed to a, 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 a person of the apartment complex. So I will go on record and say that was me. Um, however, I did not willingly pull my wiener out. It was an accident. I was full-handed and had pajam jams, and my male <laughs> appendage fell out of the pee hole. Did you feel any ac- breeze? Did I what? Like, no, because one of the reasons we brought this up, the thing I was wondering is at what age do you kind of stop noticing the signals externally? Like, if your dick's out, it might start getting colder than, like, your thighs or something that are covered. Oh, I see. Like, because you're much more sensitive and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you just have more of it? I think you should always know not to pull your wiener out in public. I don't no, we're, think not saying, we're not saying pulling your wiener out. What are you, what are, where, are, where are we? What are we doing right now? No, no. Okay. I, so when do you start noticing when your dick gets cold? Exactly. Like it's after puberty, which is, uh, you know, a, I'd say like an 11 to 15 age range. No, but Kevin, it's when does it stop? So like when when are you at of an age where like your dick no longer registers that it's out? <laughs> oh, I think you I think for men, unfortunately, you always know. Men Do you? Hit a cap of, no, no, you, it just gets colder. I think if my cock is out of my bathing suit, I don't think I'd be the wiser. <laughs> Like you're on your wetsuit and you like it snaps like right on the groin, your cock's out while you're riding your wave. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta dangle a little braid in the wave, man. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe if you I, shave your balls more, it's less noticeable. You guys talk about dicks and balls so much on this podcast, and what it stresses me out. What else is there to talk about? Yeah. Exactly. I I have. If you don't mind, I don't know if you guys are where you're at on time, but I I have a few questions for you guys. No, no, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we totally decided. Ask the question. Sure. Get to okay. know the pod. So do you want me to start with the, like, comedic questions, or do you want me to go, like, a little bit deeper? We do not care. Okay, I'll, I'll, inter, I'll intersperse each. So, um, off, the, off the top, you know, uh, the queen died today, oh. so... All right, uh, God save the queen. How many beers? <laughs> After she Bell? died. Post, post. Yeah, not, yeah. Pre, pre, and post. I mean, again, if you bang the queen, are you in the royal line? So, I think so. Right? I, would, I would say yes. Well, if she's dead, you could just sign the papers for her. Yeah, that's true. You get that, I think. That's true, yeah. If I bang the dead queen, all of a sudden I'm ruling London or whatever, how that works. There you go. Wait, anyway, Kevin, continue with your question. Sorry, My got... question is, like, is the, is the queen... 
queen a bad, like do we hate the queen because i've seen a lot of posts about how america is celebrating the death of the queen uh, all i know is she potentially had something to do with princess diana dying but nowadays are we are we celebrating this is this a good thing well, i think the queen is like the british kardashian yeah matt basically said it correctly oh i'm so happy yeah exactly so, so you, like yeah. we're pretty I don't know. We're, we don't give a shit. Party, I think most people don't give a party shit. Party in the streets, and then if you bang the dead queen, it's uh, a fiesta. Yeah, then you get to be the king. Or the <laughs> prince. But how did the Norwegians feel? How did they all look at the queen? <laughs> well, what was um, the question? Yeah, there was no question there. Right? Maybe there was. No, the question was, do we hate the queen? But it seems like no one really cares about the queen either way. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have it. I lived there for six months, and I yeah. still don't care. Um, and my other, I guess here's a you know I'll drop a serious question on you guys. Um, you know I think you guys having a podcast has been great. I think it's really interesting the idea of having a podcast that's a non-podcast <laughs> where it's like it's becoming so regular that everyone can do it but that's what makes it unique um what do you think has motivated our generation to start you know going to podcasts as a form of media you know i i was a journalism major in college and i fucking hated it but i think podcasting is such a unique way to view the world um what do you think has been the rise of that exploration for, you know, mid-twenties youth? Well, I'm the podcast digester and York's the porn digester, so... <laughs> no, I think we established this as the other way around on the lot. Yeah, I think you're a dual media guy and I'm just here for the ride. Guilty! Well, the issue is, I think... Podcasts are what like LinkedIn was ten years ago. It was just anti-poon. You know, no one podcasted; just losers did. Yeah. And all of a sudden, people started. It's probably a bad thing. It's probably like how people give a shit what people who don't matter have to yeah. say. Well, you know what it is to me. Like I think it's kind of unfiltered media, and basically, what a podcast enables someone to do who's listening to it is like hang out and be a part of the conversation. Or not, that sounds fucking You get an intimate experience with someone who wasn't. Like, like, honestly, anyone who listens to this, like, we should. I think Kevin just died. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's ice being poured in the background, but I'm not dead. Like, Kevin, if we listen to this in 10 years, we're going to be able to, like, remember us hanging out like this. Like, this is all this is. We're just hanging out and talking. That's true. I think, yeah, to, you know, go back to your question, I think a lot of your questions have been things that we've experienced when we were younger I, I agree that I think podcasting in general is a very you know interesting time capsule into uh, 2000 and late <laughs> years so yeah. I, I, I just was interested to see what your guys's you know motivation was to take to the airwaves well, well the actual motiva- motivation is we we're hungover as fuck and very uh, I don't know it, yeah it's kind of a funny thing to do, I guess. Sure. I'll also uh, just throw out, I guess, an observation of something I want people to know that I went on record as saying. Um, there's a weird rabbit hole of YouTube going on now of, like, dating in general. And let me just list out a few of the, like, themes that are happening with this YouTube channel. 
Um, dad chooses daughter's date. Rank each other's girlfriends. Oh. Five, five men rank themselves by strength. Well, this sounds like a dad chooses each other. Remember those MTV shows like uh, like Next. Next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's essentially like a Next, but the dad is in charge of selecting the dates. So, so those are YouTube channels. So this is YouTube hmm. videos of a channel. Like, so it, it's. It, it's yeah, keep going. I was going to say, it's just like odd, like random Southern California, like studios making these weird, like, oh, rank somebody one to five. And it's like the most uncomfortable YouTube videos I've ever seen in my life. Do, do, you, do you subscribe? Wait, wait. Well, I, what happens? Like, who, who are the... Uh... What are the publishers? Okay, so so for example, like the first the the video I watched uh, tonight, because I thought it would be interesting, was a dad and a daughter showing up on set, and it's like essentially just like a, a classic Southern California little small studio, like white screen, like you know the Try Guys or whatever is going on on YouTube nowadays, and there's like 20 guys and the dad gets to first look at all of them and make a either a left swipe or a right swipe the second round is he gets to shake their hand and introduce himself and he gets to right swipe or left swipe and then it escalates to like the dad gets to ask a question and then the you know potential dates get to ask a question all of it is very like acting and, and fake but it's just the most bizarre thing to watch what like Eventually, the dad's uh, like, "How are your fornication skills?" Before, <laughs> yeah, the dad like, just picking these to plow his daughter. Yeah, at any point in my life, you know, it's like, oh well, you know, they're very kind. Okay, that's great. I mean, good, good for you for choosing someone that you find attractive. I don't. Would you do that with your future daughter? Would I do that with my? Future? Yeah, of course. So you'd like be an arbiter via YouTube series? Would I would I go on like the try guy like you know those random YouTube channels where they're like oh here's some like D list YouTube celebrity for four seconds like what what is it for like oh this kid likes corn he's hot for like one month cool yeah I'd absolutely do that because I'm narcissistic as shit and love myself. All right, Kevin, what are the top three men you wouldn't allow to plow your daughter? <laughs> All right, we'll go with the first one, a Welsh man. All right, the next two. What are the next two? Number two, Cam Akers. Cam, Cam Akers. Uh-oh, what are you saying, a young man? A Welsh Cam Akers. A Welsh Cam Akers, yeah. I, I can't run the football. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I didn't even run it for one yard tonight. It's got a little Italian at the end there. Yeah, that got Italian as fuck. All right, what's the third man you wouldn't allow to bang your daughter? Um, probably Paul Bunyan, because he's so large, he'd probably kill my future daughter. <laughs> wow, what a callback that was, huh, guys? Of course. What a treat. Alright, you know, I don't, I don't mean to uh, wrap you guys up before time, but where are you guys at? If there's any closing questions I can answer, right. any burning desires, now's your chance. Alright, Kevin, final questions for Kevin. Speed round. Kevin, speed round, alright? You gotta answer all these within five seconds. Okay, well, I'll do my best with the audio delay. Alright, all right. what is the worst place on planet Earth you would have to poop? 
Where would I have to poop? Probably um, off of a freeway coming back from Arizona to California. Okay. Okay, appropriate number of times to get caught staring at a rack, and the rack is a 20-year-old, a 30-year-old, and a 40-year-old. So basically... Three racks. Yeah, there's three racks. How, how much could you stare at a 20-year-old's rack versus a 30-year-old's rack versus a 40-year-old's rack? What would be a, the appropriate number of times for her to catch you staring at a rack? In my experience? And you don't see no, a wedding ring. Not in your experience. Just what is the number? 20-year-old. Okay. 20-year-old's uh, rack. Go. 20, double Ds. Go. 20. Once. Once. 30. Go. Double Ds. 10. 40. Double Ds. Go. Doesn't matter. They're just happy for the attention. <laughs> You can only stare at a single 20-year-old's rack one time before she notices. All right, last Good question. Good for you. Kevin, could you beat me up when I'm a... Could you beat me up, actually? Could you beat Matt up? Could I beat Matt up now? Now. Ever. Ever? Now, now. We'll do now. The answer doesn't change because yes. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Kevin, we're speed round. Yes or no? Yes. Okay, wait. Now. Yes. Five years ago. Yes. Fourth grade. No. Okay, you got that, that was proven empirically. Oh <laughs> shit. Nothing to say on that one? Did your phone die? No. It died. The phone's dead. Oh fuck. Wait, here, I'll call him off this yeah, phone. Yeah, call him on your phone. I'm we're gonna we're gonna, we'll have to close them out. Yeah, yeah. That actually probably was a good ending point, honestly. Yeah. We were as dying far, down. As far as a cut. All right, Kevin. We uh, our phones are dying. You just died on Matt's phone, so we got to segue you out here. I thought that was more gotcha journalism. There. No, no, yeah, we got what we wanted. Now we're out. No, we are. We have one dead phone. Now we're gonna. Mine's at eight percent, right. so we might lose you. But we have to wrap up with our guest, Kevin. Thank you for coming on, Kevin. We'll have you again. Oh, I would love it. Do I get like a little sign off? Yeah, of course. But uh, next time, you got to be in SoCal, and we'll have a third mic. Yeah, we'll have to Absolutely. be in person. You'll have to have the beers with us, and uh, it'll be a weekend. I would love to. I, I think that, w- that was a big hindrance to my first appearance on a podcast was being uh, remote, but I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, Anything you want to say to the world? Yeah, I will say, you know, hug your neighbor. Be kind to your, your fellow man or woman. I think there's too much bullshit in this world where... We all want to challenge one another and, and, and focus on the, what's different rather than what's on similar. So Now say it nice. in Welsh. Welsh, say it in Welsh. I'll say it in Welsh. What do you need to know is hug your fellow comrade, you do it. I'm saying you got to hug your partner. Let them know you love them. And I love you all. Let me tell you from me, scraggly McScrotums. That's amazing. Uh, that's just a killer sign off. I'm very jealous. Yo, I don't know if we're going to. Yo, Kevin. <laughs> no, go. You, you guys both got to do Welsh accents to sign off now. Come on now. All right. Hey, Kevin, I don't think we'll have a better follow up interview after this one. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, it's Troy, and I'm a signing off, eh? I joined Canadian. It's <laughs> like a fucking Saudi. <laughs> I like to sign off. Oh yeah. See ya, boys. Bye, Kevin. Peace, peace.
now I kind of want to ask you, mm. what would be the worst places for you to have to poop? I mean, I, I hate pooping on airplanes. I've never done it. Has, do, have you done, or do people do that? I've never taken a show on an airplane. Never. I feel like you'd unlock an achievement. I haven't either. It's, it's just I, so worrisome, dude. I, I, when you pee in there, you piss everywhere. Yeah. And when yeah. there's like, like as, as like, when there's turbulence, like, or there's, maybe you're supposed to sit down. But I can't sit down. I'm too big. So that's the issue. No, I feel like. Your, your knees are like reaching your chin. When you yeah. That's why. Also, it's not like there's water in there. It just kind of has that vacuum suction. Yeah. I think I've been, I've been like near hung I've been I actually never puked on a plane I think I'd have to be really <laughs> served beans in the uh, yeah uh, the, I'd have to be so hung over but I've been I've been deathly ill on my way back from Mexico I took five shits in the airport locked it up until we got back to LAX destroyed and you know violent panda LAX and then went on an Uber on the way home so I've never had to I've been lucky, I suppose. Yeah. I wonder if your body kind of just shits or shuts off. It understands, yeah, like, yeah, it's like dude, lock it down. Yeah, well, we, if you think about it, uh, we didn't, like, we evolved at sea level. Well, yeah. I guess, like, the Nepalese were, like, pretty high. Yeah, like, is what's the pressure like up there? Where our digestive system, the, all the muscles that push your colon and push your stomach, all that stuff, like, it only, the forces that it applies. Because it's a bit, like... All humans are biological uh, machines, basically. Yeah. So, if you have a certain amount of energy input via food, and you have these like muscle uh, actuators, like motors, basically. That's what I like to think about it. If there's motor, because motors control machines, so we have these like muscle fibers pushing things and pulling as they get energy. So if those are the things that are like used to push digestive uh, I guess food the things that you're digesting to give yourself and or uh, sustenance the second you go up at higher altitudes then it might not stop working like it's a suboptimal environment well yeah Somehow my body locks down, regardless of what's going on internally. I've locked it down because I've been on some airplanes where I've been like, I'm going to die. Like I've been so hungover. Like you make it past TSA, you make it onto the airplane. You're like, I, like this is like I feel like fucking hell. You know? Yeah. Also, what's your worst place to have to poop? What do you What do you got? Well, I really like nature shits, actually. Well, that's what you like. It's best, not worst. What, like, what's your nightmare scenario? Uh, music festival porta potties are pretty bad. <laughs> uh, especially the day three ones. Yeah, I mean day three. The only time I had to do that was like the first time I tried Molly, which was yeah, it was basically like Coachella. And I didn't think that drug affected me, and then all of a sudden oh, it did. Yeah. And it's like holy. And you're like, like whoa! This, this is the worst laxative yeah. that you could ever 
experience and all of a sudden you're did your digestive tract just sort of like and also smell. like yeah you, you shit like neon black somehow yeah, and like yeah. It just well smelled. I didn't even look down well yeah it just smells like death and yeah. you're just like what is going on here? I think I might have stood up on the side of the porta potty where it's kind of at the same level as the seat yeah which is like the only toilet that does that <laughs> alright wait I got a really fucking funny story to sign us off now you're talking about standing on porta potties so we're on our way to Vegas this is like I don't know if we had graduated from college or we were like seniors and, ju- and like going to college, but we were on our way to Vegas. We're at our buddy's house the night before because we're, I mean, we're call- we're late college. Like you're always drinking. Like any night you're doing something, you're drinking. So we're drinking heavily, wake up. Everyone's like kind of hungover, but it was when the hungovers didn't really matter. Like yeah. you're like, you're like don't yeah, you're just like, like I'm ready to run you're like, fuck, I'm hungover, but like, yeah. let's, we're starting the day, the day's going. It wasn't actually like an, a day ender, or like a morning ender. So we, we get there, or no, we're at our buddy's house. We get in the car, we go, and we, we end up at this diner. We're probably like an hour outside of Vegas. We're like, all right, diner, we're going to get, um, I think we get, you know, a couple of mimosas maybe, breakfast. We're all like, all right, we're eating, drinking, but we're all like, very decently hung over so you know like you have your, your hangover shit and there's five six dudes chugging coffees drinking mimosas no one's really taking a shit yet and we're at no this one's thought about what no that and we're on this small diner out in bumfuck nowhere with like well we didn't know the bathroom stage. so finally so the like there's probably like one urinal yeah and like one toilet so the so, toilet is in the sink you know when you walk in those restaurant bathrooms in the urinal like you're taking a shit and you see yeah like, you see the guy at the sink you don't want someone pissing yeah looking at your shit no so so we're at this place I <laughs> it literally like it almost hits us all at once because there's there's one stall and one urinal like you said in the men's so I'm in the men's and I am meeting God in there. Just I'm in there probably 20 minutes blowing this thing up. I just had like four coffees, bunch of drinks, hungover as shit. My buddy, I'm not going to mention a name, like busted. He's like, dude, I have to use the fucking bathroom. And I'm like, yeah, give me a minute. As he says that, he just hears me just start blowing up the bathroom again in like comedic fashion. And he just goes, no way. He leaves. As I leave... As I, I, I'm in there like 20 minutes, so I leave, I come out, everyone's gone, all my friends are gone. I'm like, where the fuck are all my friends? And I see like kind of the staff like talking to one another. And I was like, oh, did they like, what like what occurred? As I'm leaving uh, the, the entryway, I, you know, I walk outside, we're going back, I'm going back to the car. Everyone's just like busting up laughing. I'm like, what happened? They're like, dude, you were in the bathroom so long. Uh, our one buddy, who I, I'll just call him Carl, by by pseudonym carl's like dude i went in the woman's bathroom i had to shit so bad i didn't get my pants down in time i shit all over the toilet seat (laughs) just like blows up this poor woman's bathroom he's like dude the staff came in after they totally saw it and it was just we're all in tears and laughter in this parking lot about how there's this diner now with shit all over the women's bathroom you're kind of thinking or no one knows what to do that's the origin story whenever you walk into like a public bathroom like who does this who does this and and the funniest part was like dude someone's like we should leave a one-star review there was shit all over the bathroom we're like god fucking damn it do you remember the restaurant no no we if we were driving to vegas we would know it but like it was (laughs) 
And then our other buddy left his hat inside, so we had to run in and grab his hat after these fucking poor ladies knew what just occurred in their goddamn bathroom. I hope you tipped well. Oh, yeah, we tipped. Uh, it was a poor, poor moment in life. You know, it's one of those stories where everyone's cracking up, but yeah. we're like, dude, we should have done a little better. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could have hosed down the whole place. But... I mean, what is there to do? Call in hazmat? <laughs> like, dude, I mean, like, there's a crime scene in there. And I'm partially responsible because I was taking up the men's restroom. Uh, <laughs> There's a photo too. That's what's double funny. I wish I could show the pod, but we'll get the video on the next one. Yeah. All right. We, we should. Uh, do you have any songs? I mean, I don't have anything like cute that I would. How about uh, fuck? What were some of those songs they played at trivia the other night? Like EDM songs. Yeah. Uh, the only one I remember, I mean, I remember all of them. Like, Darude's Sandstorm was one, but we don't want to play that one. Let's play, like... I feel like... Wait, wait, let's see. Wait. This is good. Yeah, this is good. What do you think, like, appropriate number of times you could get caught staring at, like, a hot 22-year-old's rack? In a night. I think it's an odd number. So Kevin, what he did... He said one. No, he said his uh, progression was less for younger, more for older. Which I don't care about older. I'm just talking about younger. I thought it was the opposite. Because this just occurred for us yeah, the other yeah, night, no. both of us. I feel like a younger girl would be, be like, yeah, still interacting more. Well, it's being shown for a reason. Like, it's very obviously being pronounced, like, you know. Yeah. I would say, like, the number's five. Well, yeah. If, well, no. If you're a fucking weirdo, it's yeah. It depends on the stare. Yeah. Well, no, no. We're talking like a glance, like pretty sure I just got caught. You know what I mean? We're not talking like tongue out, a wooga, <laughs> you know, <laughs> eyes scrubbing. Pokey, pokey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about like a subtle glance, steal a look, get caught, like ah shit, you know. I would say. Dude, ten. Ten? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I said five. I mean, it's a, it's a non, yeah, it's a high non-zero number. Like ten, fifteen, twenty. Well, I mean, at that point, why are you just looking the whole time? <laughs> yeah, you kind of stop trying to stare. Yeah. Once your once your mind and your eyes get used to it, you can you can look away. But. A lot of women who are younger, the stare is what they... There are, it's like an affirmation. Yeah, yeah it's oh. an affirmation they respond to, in which case, they're like, if they kind of give you a stare back, that's how you Yeah. Well, usually, yeah, I mean, it's not a stare, it's more like a glance, get caught, and you say, oh, fuck. And you make a little smirk. Do, do you walk around and, like, smile uh, at chicks? It's, it's, it's positive. If you smile, sometimes you can give like a wink. It works. Yeah. It plays. I don't know. I, I've i been trying to smile more just in like my resting phase. Oh, I, ju- I think I just generally smile a lot. So. Yeah, that's I don't, good. No, yeah, the, the, I don't have to. That, yeah. I think that's good because it sends the signal that you're non-threatening. You're open. Yeah. Exactly. You're open. But uh, like as far as like courting the opposite sex, it, uh, 
uh, it's way better than like this serious. Oh, life's too short to be so fucking serious. You shouldn't take your courtship so seriously anyway. Like these dudes who listen to like other dudes who are like, oh, you don't smile. <laughs> Fold your arms. Be a- aggressive. Chicks are into alpha males. It's like, yeah. dude, that was- guy get never gets laid. Like the guy, like, I mean, they do. But like, you know what I mean? Like you can, anyone can get laid if they just roll their own beat, you know? Right. And like, don't be fucking weird about it. Yeah, no, I think we all, as men, I think people get caught up in the whole, oh, like, what a woman wants is, like, this serious guy who's going to, like, take care of them and just, like, give them a mansion, give them kids, give them a pony. Some people want that. No, some do, but I think that's just what's advertised. Yeah. But in reality, uh, it's more like who's trying to have the most fun. It's right place, right time. Yeah, You could bang, you could be a three and you can bang a supermodel if the the stars aligned you know what i mean you know you said the right thing she's in the right place yeah but he's got i mean being a celebrity he's got a little he's got a little je ne sais quoi about him that i think a lot of people are underestimating yeah no i think uh i don't know uh the more you take things less seriously the more the law of attraction is that yeah I like that life's yeah. too short to be serious you know that's, that's what I say which is why uh, eventually everyone's gonna have their own podcast yeah well, I mean they should it's a really good way to <laughs> fucking talk about anything and hang out alright cut out on that one cut out alright here we go the real play out <laughs>